You're listening to the Curbside Talk Show, a podcast that discusses modern day topics that are on young adults' minds. My name is Aya El Malah, an aspiring civil engineer by the day and a deep thinker by night. I'm sitting down with young adults to talk about their story, opinions, and lessons they've learned from their experiences. You can find us on Instagram at Curbside Talks, where we discuss opinions about topics prior to the episodes. And hey, if you're interested to be one of our future guests, be sure to DM us there. Hi there, welcome to another episode. Today we're going to be talking about mental health in Arab society. Lina. a little bit about yourself. So what do you do? Where did you graduate from? Uh, well, uh, I am a mental health counselor at Western University. I just started with them not too long ago since I also graduated this year from uh, the Masters of Counseling Psychology at Western. And I did my undergrad at Western as well at Brescia in uh, like an honor specialization in psychology. And yeah, I've been working with different communities. Uh, I've worked in the Muslim Resource Center for Social Support and Integration. That was with um, uh, people from collectivist backgrounds. There were Arabs and other uh, ethnicities. And also I have done my internship at uh, Fanshawe College where I was also able to interact with people from different backgrounds. That's so interesting. So did you ever work with Arabs specifically? Yeah, I did work uh, with Arabs, specifically newcomers with Mm -hmm. the Muslim Resource Center for social support and integration here in London, Ontario. And since like you've worked with like multiple other backgrounds compared to Arabs, like what are your general thoughts about them? Like how do Arabs kind of stand out in the mental health area? Mm -hmm. I, I told you this just before this mm-hmm. uh, we started recording, but we were just talking about how, in general, Arabs or non-Arabs, we're all humans. And when it comes down to mental health, we are more likely to have things in common. So uh, different symptoms of depression or anxiety or, or different uh, outlooks on mental health can be similar. But specifically with uh, Arab culture, um, you will find that there is like some stigma. So if I were to tell you right now, oh, like, yeah, yesterday I was with my therapist, you would look at me and say, oh, my God, like, there's something <laughs> wrong with her. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, what is wrong? Like, and yeah, I've had different people when I would mention, like, I am going to my therapy appointment this weekend, for example, or whatever. They would be like, oh, but like, your life seems so perfect. Like, why are you going? And like, you know what? Therapy is not only associated with you being unwell it can be a place where you can get another insight it can also be a way for you to get to know yourself better on how to to help yourself how to care for yourself how to love yourself Mm -hmm. it doesn't only have to be with uh like if you're going through like a stressful time obviously that is the main reason Mm -hmm. why we go to therapy but definitely it can also be helpful in other aspects of of getting to know yourself and, and work on your growth so I I would only respond with like, you don't have to be unwell to go to therapy, and mm-hmm. and it's okay, and when I say it's okay, <laughs> that's when it's like, oh okay, like really, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> and yeah, especially that it's confidential. So whatever is said there is not gonna be told to anyone else, unlike like if you're talking to 
a friend of yours or yes it is very helpful to, to, to talk to a friend who's empathetic and understanding but it's we don't want to put that much burden on them as well صح. so أيوة. yeah يعني when you dealt with I guess Arabish community did you deal with like different age groups so مثلا teenagers versus like يعني adults يعني مثلا because I think no any adults for them to come and be like okay there's something yeah. wrong with me quote unquote how can you help me it's a, lo- a little bit different than teenager yeah oh 100% and even if you think back to your life mm-hmm. would you say like your younger self versus now were they having the same problems أكيد. Yes, and that's within the same person. So imagine if it's like two different entities, two different individuals. Mm-hmm. They are definitely going through different problems. And mm-hmm. I did I engage and, and work with families. So I worked mm. and I saw different dynamics in the family. So I saw like how parents are versus how children and versus teenagers. Even yeah. though they are within the same household, they went through different concerns or, or troubles based on what they had faced in life. So the parents specifically that they were mostly newcomers or like uh-huh. had, had came to Canada not too long ago. Mm-hmm. The problem they would have faced is like more of like integration. How can I sustain uh, living here? How so financial troubles mm-hmm. and at the same time language. Like there was a lot of different things that they wanted to tackle. But also it's emotionally draining. Uh-huh. You have kids that you want to care for. You have diff- there's different aspects that can be very draining for parents um, for like children and teenagers I feel like they're the the most uh, or the primary thing that newcomers or people who are new to this country face was integration so how am mm-hmm. I going to make new friends here so self-esteem can play into that oh. um, language definitely plays into that and also it's called culture shock I don't know about you but when I first came to Canada I had a huge culture shock. Like for the first year, I was just adjusting to to learning a new language and mm-hmm. and at the same time interacting with different people. So that was a huge, um, a huge stepping stone. Sarahaya. No, same, hundred percent. It is a whole different culture. Mm-hmm. So just on the, like Asgharshi is like school. Like we, I went to an all girls school and I had to wear uh, a uniform and it was very very strict. We couldn't mm-hmm. go out from school and then. I came here and it's like, oh my god, people are wearing anything they want to school. And oh my god, there's boys with me in class. Yeah. <laughs> there's no stress yet? I are know. you sure? Am well, I not supposed I know. to be stressed I, I stressed about not being stressed, you know? No, because we're... <laughs> okay, it's great. Obviously, like, the educational system, system mm-hmm. is great because you came here and you're like, oh, really, this is your math? Like, this is a joke. But no, it's not. It's just, they are really, truly, like, they give you a sense of relaxation a mm-hmm. little bit before the real world which is the university and upper high school yeah which is grade 11 and 12 yeah, yeah. i have a, another question for yeah, you now with like teenagers and like little kids struggling how did you see their parents behave because مثلا, mm-hmm. there's uh, some stereotypes where parents at least yani, from back home parents are not very supportive i feel like it, it dip, like uh despite the background people were more open towards mental health services here in Canada because because teachers would talk about this stuff right. so they would say okay so we noticed like this kind of behavior with your son or mm-hmm. with your daughter and we're concerned because like they don't have friends for example or they're mm-hmm. acting um, acting out in school or whatever the, the concern was they would get it to the 
to the parents yeah. and the parents be like okay so what it, what are the next steps like what can I do mm-hmm. so I saw well, I can be biased because I worked with those people who, right. who chose to to bring their kids and and be like okay so can we talk about this can we work on mm-hmm. work on this and they were open about mental health but in mm-hmm. general you would more likely here especially this is with friends and family and mm-hmm. people around me not my not the yeah. clients right because the clients they're already coming for that reason yeah but with uh with with families and friends they would often not like say oh there's nothing wrong with my kid it's okay yeah yeah oh there's nothing wrong with my kid like how dare you say there's something wrong and it's right. it's not that there's something wrong and yes mental health challenges are challenges and mm-hmm. technically like there is something wrong but there's but it is doesn't make them less doesn't make them a, any less than 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 their peer they they want to they're just expressing themselves differently right if you think about it yeah. based on their life experiences so in in a sense yeah you would respond and be like okay but there's nothing wrong we're just talking in general like how can we help your son or daughter better if your son had a cold you'd rush him to a doctor 100%. it's the same thing yes thank you and mental health is health because uh yeah you we do have down days and we still push ourselves and go to work and and even though we're just not feeling ourselves we, we still push through and go and that's not always very helpful for our mental well-being that's because so we true. go back home and we're like i just don't want to talk to anyone i just want to sleep and I don't want to interact with anyone and same, the same cycle goes goes on and on صح والله I كمان بحس ساعات انه especially with like the pushing yourself yeah انه when you're a parent you're oh, caring for yeah. kids you push yourself a little bit even more فانت خيالي مثلا like you have a cold yeah you just keep pushing you're not taking your, your medications and whatever obviously it's going to take you so much longer and this is just a thing that I find very common hatta around us yani whenever our moms are tired mm-hmm. or they're just having a bad day خلاص, they still go to work yeah. they still I mean that's too yeah. but if you're listening oh, yani, 100% this. Yani, Anja, tell me have you ever heard your dad say oh like I'm not feeling well today we've never heard that we can see them stressed we can see them tired but we have never heard them complain about that and I any big applause for like like my parents your parents and everyone's parents who are Mm -hmm. trying so hard to just make a a good life for their kids at the end Mm -hmm. of the day that's why we came here right it's because our parents were like we we just want like a better education we want a better future for our kids and they have been pushing through and for them it's not about saying oh mental health is not real but for them, it's it's not even acknowledging that there is something called mental health. Ayuan. So like, if you talk to them awesome and say like, aren't you feeling like anxious? Like, like okay, and then what? And then it's like okay, like because maybe haram, they, they carry like, like a burden, and no. especially yani, coming from back home, back home the environment was so tense, and to take a day off, you oh, couldn't yeah. afford that luxury awesome to take no, a day off. So and economical wise and to say oh I'm not feeling well even if you weren't a parent even yeah. if you were just like a regular like young adult working or even someone in school tell your mom oh, I'm feeling uh, down. depressed or down I can't go there was no this option I'm doing this and I'm going to myself and then you cannot do that but I feel 
when they came here and they've already sacrificed so much yeah. it's different here and I think the teachers here know how to word it and your parents still want you to be the best person ever if the teacher doesn't come up to your parent and they're like oh something is wrong with your kid they're like oh I think this is what your kid is going through and I think this is how I can make him better yeah they are teachers back home oh no I think back home they already have their stressors I feel like they're underpaid as well like sometimes sometimes they are like there's a lot of factors that come mm-hmm. into that like they are not as I'm not saying that the teachers here are like really good paid no they're not <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they they do uh, have that in their education like I, I, yeah. I've met uh, several uh, teachers who have already like said okay we took like some trauma-informed care which is mm-hmm. so important like when, when so? newcomer for example when newcomers came here they they had like a different background with especially specifically with trauma mm-hmm. and uh, teachers were not able to address that so they wanted to to know how can we address that like within our classroom and specifically because teachers spend the longest the longest time with our kids like they or like the, with the students not our kids Yeah. <laughs> not yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, no yeah no it's so true and they're like hatta back home in here they're going through their own mental health but then they get to take the day off if they weren't feeling well yeah. and then they can't yes like you're saying it's all like just adds up it's different yeah and that's and one thing also that when you said um what what is the different arab communities versus non-arab in mm-hmm. terms of mental health and i said that to you also that we come from a collective background So right. we come from a collectivist con- culture. We are so used to caring for others. We are in, like that's ingrained in us. We are we are taught how to care for others more than than we care for ourselves. And um, whereas here, you will find that it's, it is an individualistic uh, culture, which is more of like, okay, so what do you need to do to succeed? So you you like focus more on mm-hmm. yourself. And when we grow up, we grow up always like prioritizing our families. So just like we were talking about the mom and dad uh, putting us first, we also tend to say like, I want to succeed because I want to make my parents proud. I want to make my dad proud. I want to make my mom proud. I want to mm-hmm. make my family proud. And that sometimes does add onto your own anxiety 100%. too. That puts so much pressure on us and as a community. And for us, like, even if you think about it, just in general, if if something happened that, like, uh, uh, someone who's Muslim or Arab, like, committed something that's that's uh, uh, lawfully mm-hmm. wrong or whatever, you see a lot of people, I don't know, in my circle at least, a lot of people are like, oh, this doesn't represent us, this doesn't represent... And you have that, like... Uh, uh, something on your conscience that tells you you have to apologize on their behalf right yeah. and it's like no because this is not your fault this is not what you did this is not mm-hmm. on you to, t- to take on but we grow in this guilt I don't know if you sense that no and you're just circling back I mean to the whole idea that uh, just carrying a burden that's above yani, what you need to carry the, yani, you'll see coming in school teenagers of Arab communities they, mean, they always think uh, mama and baba they sacrifice everything to bring me here yeah. and if I slack for a second if I take a day off mm. you're letting them down and this yes, also yeah. يعني, يعني, you could be coming from the healthiest community back home well, life yeah. is great and there's no problems so. but your parent, you've seen your parents struggle here you've yeah. seen what they've had they've had to give up living with your pa- grandparents they've had to give up so much a stable life there to the unknown henna mm-hmm. and just letting go of that and 
تمام uh, انا اه ماما النهارده اي دونت فيل ويل اتس سو هارد تو انديسيند مع انه اوكي يو نوت يو تيكينج ذات داي اوف ويل هيلب يو اتشيف وات ايفر لايك ذي وانتد فور يو بس اللي هو اتس جست وان وين يو ان ذات مومنت that you know you need to rest a little bit in order to be able to to thrive or succeed yeah anymore. and i do think that's part of the collective bardu yani theory yeah yeah no also a part of the stigma like there's no time for you to be stressed mm-hmm. that 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 perspective it's and also sometimes associating stress with success like the more busy i am the more successful i am mm-hmm. but you can be so busy and exhaust yourself and forget like forget your purpose forget why why am i doing this like i'm just drained at the end of the day and you and africa like most mental health challenges when they arise like in an arabi like a arabi household uh, you don't always talk about them like you can it's very it takes so long for us to be self aware so especially mm-hmm. when you're a child or a teenager not always do i know oh, right now i'm shaking my heart is beating so fast and i'm feeling like i'm going to for example throw up that is anxiety yeah but a lot of people are like i don't know why i don't know why my head hurts i don't know why i'm shaking i don't know why my heart is feeling like this yeah and people don't acknowledge social anxiety as mal- as as much as other mm-hmm. um like for example if your stomach hurts it's different mm-hmm. yeah you, you you get to not go to school or like see a doctor mm-hmm. but if it's like i can't see people like i'm nervous around people they're like okay should you hide it خلاص like should you hide it like just people are not going to hurt you like what are you talking about like people idealize come in and know the person who's an extrovert and likes oh, to talk yeah. to people Oh, yeah. And the person who who's an introvert, and he's okay, yeah, يعني عادي. I like to keep to myself, مثلاً, or I don't like to keep to myself. Yeah. لا, you get looked down upon, يعني. I'm an extrovert, oh and God, life yes. is great, but يعني I know so many people who are introverts, who everyone's like, but يعني why? Why do you want to stay at home? Why do you not want to do this? صح, and yeah. and I think, يعني, this is not even حتى mental health, but it puts strain on you when you get called out on it over and over yes. and over again. Oh my God, a hundred percent. And I I agree with you because. extroverts are the ones who are usually looked at as like oh they're out there they are successful they meet people but it's not true it's not true afikra like even anyone even like yourself if you mm-hmm. look down to yourself like you will find in yourself that you have some extroversion and some introversion right yeah. even if it was like it, it is unbalanced so you will have something more than the other mm-hmm. but the only difference is that with the extroversion you get to have your energy from other people yeah so when i see you right now like i get really like i i feel like my purpose uh is more aligned like i i love meeting people mm-hmm. they they give me good energy yeah so therefore i can thrive more um whereas with introverts it's mostly that their energy is from within so you feel like whether it's like from books uh, like i'm obviously this is all stereotypical mm-hmm. but from books or just staying home staying in and and doing your own thing this is where their energy comes from it's from within mm-hmm. which is a strength like even extroverts it's a strength that from people so you can you can look at both of these and look at strength and you can also look at faults like you can yeah. look at challenges exactly it's how you look at it at the end of the at the end of the day it's your outlook uh in life the only opinion that really matters uh, on like about you is the one that you have to yourself. Exactly. If you are so preoccupied by other people's opinions, we will be so busy 
trying to mend ourselves and and to make ourselves another person for for the sake of those people i think but that's we, uh, when counsel is very helpful too yeah. when you're confused about this stuff yeah. is this something wrong with me or yeah. not i think that's a hundred percent and not only that but yeah again to the collective standpoint yeah we are already so conditioned to care about what other people think of us so now we were just talking about like kind of stigmas um in about like mental health in Arab society do you think mental health a little bit more accepted here in Arab communities in North America versus ones that are back home yeah in a, in a sense yes because there's a lot of factors to look at here mm-hmm. right I wish you starting with a school thing for example there's a consular at school yes Honika come and counselors at school but here they do highlight it they highlight you know, oh if you're feeling down like there's someone to talk to I mean, there, there's, I, I don't even, I, I don't think I've heard anyone say that there's someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. Also, back home, to book a therapist appointment or someone with a psychiatrist or a psychologist, mm-hmm. it is considered a privilege because it is not in in many of healthcare uh, plans. Uh, mental health is mental health coverage is not there. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, versus here, for example, students at Western get seven hundred dollars in mental health services, and some people also say that that's not enough mm-hmm. which because it can be like seven sessions for example or, uh-huh. or a little more but uh, we can look at it that way also yani that we have accessibility it to a certain extent we are we have more accessibility towards mental health counselors and if you were to go to a psychiatrist back in the day well hatta back home in some communities but labeled as majnoon you know like mm-hmm. you know, you'd only go <laughs> If you're an extreme, yeah, you yeah. know, like in an extreme case, I have a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, Yani, what do you think? And I think we kind of touched based on it, but that's kind of highlighted again. What do you think is the most common mental health illness that we have around Yani or in that of society? So to be completely honest, I didn't research that, but mm-hmm. we can we can look at research and like uh, say the exact number. Mm-hmm. But I can say just from my experience in general. Yeah, from your experience. Yeah, I, I, so it's just a, a rough idea that mm-hmm. we do through we, we do go through um, challenges with with anxiety, uh, depression mostly. Like these are the most two, mm-hmm. and then there you will find a, you will find ADHD, you will find drug misuse. There's a lot of different yeah. aspects that we have in, within our community but I would definitely say that predominantly you will see a lot of depression and anxiety do you think depression and anxiety are like associated with a certain age group more than the others so an anxiety an student age so like mm-hmm. preschool until like uni and then depression is like life beyond because life is kind of letting you down but not really well we can say the same thing about everything because you're always going to be anxious so there's always going to be something that you're going to be like oh like life is hard right now because of blah blah because Mm -hmm. of this and this so you find it in different age groups definitely children and youth or teenagers they're not as again like i said this before but self-aware so they're not sure what's happening if they are sad if they are not concentrating enough if they are if they are shaky or like um, i can't sleep like uh, or having Mm -hmm. nightmares like there's different things that um, reflect that but they don't know 100% that this is mental health challenges until like when you're in university and that's when you're like more oh I'm now I'm figuring out that there are some stuff that are um, mm-hmm. that, that, that I'm going through that are not making me feel very well yeah and I think you also get 
like you get exposed to a much bigger group so you'll oh, yeah. see you're seeing people yani oh someone who's feeling the same way as you but they're actually getting help oh it's actually something that you can mm-hmm. get help for and that's exactly. and that's what makes you a little bit more aware yeah 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 if we were to kind of zoom in on depression and anxiety and i know they're their own two big things so we can talk about them a little bit separately but yeah. let's say depression um as a coworker friend community member or a family member how do you think i can notice that like what what kind of symptoms i should be looking for for like a loved one or like a friend or mm-hmm. coworker like, how how can i notice this kind of stuff thank you for asking this question it is important it's important that we care for other people but at the same time like always remember like put yourself first uh care for yourself as well to be able to to provide that care mm-hmm. and uh to to ha- to be able to assist but uh definitely i would say um if they are not themselves so if they are um because a lot of the times we can't we can't see depression like we can't people can act so happy they can be like extremely uh, out, out outgoing and and they can mask it this is up yes. or or anxious but things that like if you hear them say like oh i'm like i just want to sleep like i don't want to go out like just i don't want to talk to anyone or mm-hmm. uh, if you feel like they're they're uh, they're withdrawing from uh, from the circles that they usually go to so if they go to soccer for example and you don't see them there for like two or three practices you're like hey like what's up and mm-hmm. just if they say like i'm not feeling like it uh check up on them if you're feeling like they're they're losing desire in in interest and in things that used to interest them if they are also and this is something that we don't talk about a lot uh, having suicidal thoughts like if they are mm-hmm. saying life is not worth it uh life is meaningless uh, if you have have that sense that they are feeling helpless or or hopeless or if they are um just not if we can say it like if in a very slang like not in the mood like most of the yeah. time where they are like ugh, like everything is depressing like if they say mm-hmm. something like that and i know that this is something that we usually use in our language when we dis- um discuss sadness but a lot of times people brush it off it's like ugh, but whatever it's whatever it's going to pass this is different than if someone says like i don't think i can do this life anymore like yeah. then i would definitely recommend uh, telling them like uh, directly like don't be afraid to ask like mm-hmm. are you thinking of hurting yourself and if if they are then because most people are open to, to talking about that mm-hmm. and uh, and if they if they are open to uh, to getting help and like try try to connect them with like the right resources Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of anxiety, you will, I'm pretty sure a lot of university students can like see their friends or even themselves f- feeling that anxiety. You can even like, see it like creeping up on you, like hatta a little bit before it comes. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, why am I feeling this way? Why is my stomach hurting? Why is my like some people different people have different ways of experiencing anxiety some people just have a shortness of breath where like oh my god mm-hmm. i can't breathe or i can't uh, i feel like i just i can't focus i can't concentrate like that mm-hmm. or being irritable like i'm annoyed from everyone around me like right. that's also like a symptom of anxiety that that can come up yeah so th- these are things that like to look out for i know there there are a yeah. lot but in general they are Most i can say this like I can go on for like for a long time because different yeah. people have different symptoms but in general these are noticeable if like within minutes like if That's you if you if you someone see someone or just notice the words that they say like I, if you are already concerned about a person in mm-hmm. mind and also about yourself like if you are hearing this and and you're saying oh my god like I am feeling this way like I am feeling like I don't want to get out of bed mm-hmm. for a few days straight 
it's like it, it is it can be helpful to see a friend or to see a to seek professional help and just fyi like yeah research has so has shown before that having a f- like even one friend or one person whether it's family member or not in your life that is um very empathetic and validating can be equivalent to to having a therapist which is amazing mm-hmm. but at the same time it is not fair that we always put so much pressure on our it could get family. draining exactly it could it could definitely tire out our friends or family mm-hmm. and also just be aware like just be mindful that those people also go through their own troubles and their own yeah. struggle so it is it would be it would be something helpful to to not always talk about your problems to them if you only have one person that you do trust obviously go to them yeah. and yeah if you do trust them enough you can probably just ask them are you like yani mentally emotionally available right now to like yani receive oh, all yeah. this and if they are then yeah all props to you and if they're not yani obviously seek professional help if i want to leave you with something is that we always care for other people so remember to care for yourself to talk to yourself nicely to to even give yourself the time that you need mm-hmm. from yourself yeah the world is bad as it is i don't <laughs> yeah, think you should be an extra burden on yourself exactly <laughs> thank you so much lena for being here we wasalna lhad akhir alhalqa i hope you guys enjoyed it it was yani useful to learn about all of this and we'll definitely have her back and we'll have a series on this and yeah um gama as always dms are open if you have any questions concerns if you do need to reach somebody uh, i'll be linking resources down in the description as well as Lena's profile in the description if you have any questions concerns or that's it for today and have a great day thank you everyone Thank you.